Hello, salutations. And what it do? It is Sadat the Gamer, All Father Durag Gang. You know the vibes. Like and subscribe. Hello, J Shock Glass. Hello, Sadat the Gamer. How you doing, my friend? I'm. I am. Uh, it's been an interesting week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> you could say that again. Uh, yeah. If you're wondering why this uh, show is 25% not as dark, uh, Casual Avenger is <laughs> is running a little bit late. Wouldn't it be like 33%? I don't know. 33%? I don't, I don't know. Math is for nerds. Uh, anyway. Well, ca- three <laughs> of us. One of us is gone. I don't know. Casual Avengers running late. So, you know. He, and it's probably because he's playing Gotham Knights. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll get into that. We're going we're gonna to talk about uh, Gotham Knights, which launched today, of course. And... I mean, we can. We all pretty much predicted how this was going to go. Uh, so we're going to talk about everything. Uh, we're going to talk God of War because our early previews started today, and we'll get into the whole Bayonetta three voice act actor drama. What's up, chat? What's up, Mel Action Virgil? Next gen. Appreciate y'all hanging out, being early adopters. Now, but I'm sure a casual just pop in whenever. So. We're going to start with uh, the thing that's in the thumbnail. <laughs> Red, and not just Red Hood, Gotham Knights in general. <laughs> so Gotham Knights launched. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I guess I'm more interested. I mean, you know how I feel already pretty much because I've already played it. And, uh, and I talked a little bit about it. You've been paid handsomely for it. <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm sleeping on the, that, those duffel bags of, of Monopoly money. Um, paid paid so much I had to buy my own collector's edition, which I'm completely okay with. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah. I think I actually could have asked for one, but I just was like, you know what? I just want it tomorrow. I don't really want to wait. So and you got. And if one shows up, then yeah, you got, I'll just return. You got them. You, Cana- you got them Canadian bucks. Oh, Johnny Rocker yeah. came through from. Visiting us all the way from Twitch, Johnny Rocker mm-hmm. in the building, Dead Game and Spooderman's Win. Appreciate you, Mr. Rocker. We got to get you on as a guest one of these days whenever Doom finally <laughs> is, is available. So, so, bas- so basically, J Shock Blast has played this game pretty much before almost everybody. And he was one of the people who was flown out to the studio. I didn't get Well, my- I've also been playing it since last Friday. And, so. and last Friday, yeah. So he, he got to play it at the studio. For the early access and then he got it last last week for the review copy i didn't get my review my review code until like two o'clock in the morning well, I'm glad <laughs> friday, got one, friday but glad glad that worked out and yeah. i've and i've basically been playing it ever since i'm having fun but uh as you as you probably as you probably saw uh reviews were shall we say mixed uh, yeah uh, i i I still honestly don't know what game they're playing and and why everybody feels like dumping on this game i feel like every so often there's a game where people like like somebody starts dumping on it and everybody just Mm -hmm. decides okay this is acceptable we can pile on and we can be kind of the dicks to this game and i feel like that's gotham knights somehow 
I I don't I there's no way it's a four out of ten. Like I don't know what game you played where you're giving it a four out of ten. Like and I'm not sitting here saying that it's a nine or a ten, you know what I mean? I think there are times where I feel like it's a seven, and then there's times where I get caught in the moment and I feel like it's an eight. So it's somewhere in that range to me. And I admittedly love the game and I would I would love the game regardless of my trip to Montreal. Like I feel like it's a beautiful game. I I don't understand this this 30 per, frames per second gate like it, I don't I, I I feel like maybe PlayStation might be the worst of the two versions because like I honestly do not understand the problems that people are having like it it looks amazing to me I'm not having any of these like stutters and frame drops admittedly it, it does seem like it happens on the bat cycle the most for people and I never use the bat cycle like there's no reason your red hood you can bounce around the map it's weird but you get used to it you know what I mean yeah yeah well so <laughs> but, but enough of me I I've given my opinion a bunch yeah. of times I haven't actually even heard what you think of it yeah. now that you've actually had time to play it so because I feel like you're you're a little bit more critical about things than I am yeah so I so I do have a theory of first of all about uh why uh this game has gotten some of the hate that it's gotten. And it's Avengers' fault. <laughs> like, 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 like any, I feel like any time a superhero game, I, I, this is going to be just until the end of time, I'm guessing. When a superhero game is coming out, people are immediately going to say, how does this compare to Avengers? And as soon as any cracks in the armor show up, any flaws, any hint that the developers may not be on the up and up or something is going on, everyone immediately takes that cue and boom, all it's it's all systems go. This was basically set in stone from the second that demo came out, and they got the announcement that this was not going to be on last gen anymore, five months away from launch. So that I think that set everything up. You know, then there was also some technical issues that we saw in some of the IGN footage that they weren't allowed to capture themselves. This was all provided to them by WB Montreal, but we could see T-posing enemies, some stutters, stuff like that. So immediately people were immediately were like, oh, Avengers 2.0, here we go again. And then then we fought, then there's the whole 60, 30 FPS gate. So people had their narratives yeah. locked and loaded and and they were all and they were already take the game and then of course ign dumped all over it probably still bitter because they it took so long for them to get a hands-on preview but after playing it myself i have to say that uh and maybe this was because i had the benefit of playing it with the day one patch the reviewers did not have that benefit yeah we did you had you had i know skill up said he didn't have it and the, the few i had a day one patch the second i downloaded it i downloaded it i tried to load it and then it, it hit me with the update it so did you the update so a and few... i'm on xbox so i don't know if he played on playstation but i i don't know he, i think he played on pc i played oh. i played on playstation and i and i didn't have any the performance issues i saw i've i've the only time i've seen any frame drops or anything was on the bat cycle and it's very rare and unfortunately i because of how they structured the uh progression to get your traversal 
the bat cycle is kind of your only option if you're trying to go long distance because personally i didn't i started with red hood i didn't particularly enjoy the parkour uh it's it's a it's not it's not that bad but going through with such a big city you know just relying on the grappling hook it was not it was not really fun so i was just using the bat cycle which i actually like i didn't mind i didn't mind the bat cycle at all and once i unlocked the traversal for red hood I absolutely love farting my way through the city. It's amazing. I, I don't care what anyone says. It's awesome. I didn't think I was gonna like this. <laughs> it's awesome. I I love. I really didn't. <laughs> I, I love it. It's amazing. I love getting around like that. Nightwing, on the other hand, I unlocked this Fortnite glider and it's dog water. I hate it. I'm so I, so mad. I wasted my time unlocking it. I used it for like two flights in Montreal, and I I had a feeling I was gonna hate it, and I haven't. I honestly have played. 99.2% with Red Hood. Um, I did load up my PlayStation gameplay last night because I was complaining because I couldn't find one video file for one of the batarangs. Mm -hmm. And I, I tweeted something like, I wish my PlayStation copy was here. And uh, I would just literally start the game over on PlayStation and go find it because I know exactly where it is. Right. And a magical PlayStation code uh, may have appeared in my my dms so Ooh, uh yeah, I, I went ahead and loaded up and started as batgirl um not realizing i never really read her kit holy smokes i'm just thinking of all the things i've already done in the game and how beneficial her hacking is yeah because like i i can't even i like that would have like that would have made her like just op like that alone because there's like some situations where you have to like kind of be a little sneaky sneak and uh red hood does not he's like brute force you know um but like being able to hack everything oh my god that's crazy yeah remote um, hacking uh, i now i started i started with red hood because that's who my subscribers voted for so i got his knighthood and i'm not going i'm not having going way too far through the story i've just been trying to go get the unlock the knighthood but i did start i ended today's stream with uh starting one batgirl so that's going to be the next stream probably going to do that tomorrow and i threw some skills on there got the remote hacking and i'm i'm all i'm all set to go so my thing is the i definitely do not like the fact that you have to do this kind of tedious uh mission chain in order to unlock your special traversal that's it's definitely annoying to have to do that with every 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 single character but uh, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world because i i so far am enjoying the uh premeditated crimes you know 10 10 is definitely a lot but i i do enjoy them because i, I like challenge it's the even though i do have my problems with the combat when it works yeah. it, it is very it's very it's satisfying and engaging especially the more you get more skills you get and Unlocked, yeah. and i'm definitely looking forward to going crazy with Batgirl because Red Hood was super was super fun like being he is so strong like I knew what skills to get and having the benefit of his ranged weapons plus his melee hits pretty hard I I enjoyed that you know Nightwing I had to be a little more sneaky a lot of flipping a lot of a lot of you know he doesn't he doesn't hit as hard so I will so I'll definitely enjoy my Red Hood experience more but definitely looking forward to Batgirl but my biggest thing with the game is that uh the grind the repentance that hasn't really ever hit me i mean i'm an avengers player i i played outriders i played destiny 
I don't mind grinding through games. That's just that's just me. And so far, I haven't found it to be really that bad, like some reviewers would thought. But I definitely do think locking that traversal was a mistake because of how awkward the the traversal in this game is and how big the city is. I think that was a mistake. And sometimes and sometimes the com the combat feels amazing, and sometimes it feels dog water. <laughs> like yeah, like, <laughs> like if you're close to a wall, it can be a little a little tricky and like trying to spin when there's you know people attacking you from off screen uh can be a little tricky yeah. I, I listen it's not a perfect game and i know that i'm very high on it it's probably it. higher than a lot of people An anthem 4.0 anthem 4.0 according to johnny rocker but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but like there's definitely some things that i don't think i would have done um i feel like the gear system it, it's a lot um and i think I think people would have rather just I unlock the suit, I unlock the colorway, just let me do whatever I want, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that was good enough. I do understand what they're doing though, um, by like, you know, like I, I love having an ele electric suit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, or like electric uh, melee weapons and doing all this shock damage. Or like sometimes I have, um, you know, like uh, incendiary pistols for Red Hood and i light people on fire like a lot of the stuff with the combat gets better as you get higher in the game and now that i'm at the soft uh level cap for the first playthrough like and i've beat the game i'm running into some tough like tough enemies like i i actually like died at one case because i made a mistake and i caused noise and literally all 10 of them congregated on me and they're all like level 32 and some of them are like the the big bosses mm -hmm. and they're all attacking me at once and like some of them are like shooting projectiles i got like massacred so it was it was definitely uh interesting as you get higher plus kind of spoilery there's a the last uh villain type that you unlock that you fight against um they're they're uh, pretty pretty rough to fight against what the talents so, no uh, I, all right, guys. Spoilers. The the League of Shadow. How dare you spoil? I, I mean, I feel like everybody should know at this point that the league's in the game. I you mean, know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. There. Well, I mean, all we, all the only thing we had to go on is Raja Ghoul in the opening, and Talia yeah. Talia Agul after that, and Talia also telling us that the league is chasing her. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm not going to talk about the story itself, but like when when I was in Montreal. Uh, that was the one thing they told us um, that is unavoidable that you're going to hear them talk about it. Um, but that that was something they didn't want to mention um, because on the board you see Rachel Ghoul's face and Talia. And I love I love like because I leave my game pause like like when I'm in the the Belfry I'll just leave my game running while I'm like working on stuff and you just they're constantly talking. And I just love that. Like they're like the conversations they have are crazy. Like like um, Black Canary will call sometimes and talk to Batgirl. Um, who else have I had? Uh, oh, like um, after one mission, uh, Jason is complaining that they should get their suits upgraded uh, because it was like in a there was a lot of fire, and um, he's like, oh well. Alfred says, oh well. Maybe we'll have to call Martian Manhunter and see what he does. 
or something like that. Like, there's just so many references oh, yeah, so, to DC so characters. Yeah, I, I haven't even get, gotten all, all of that yet. I, I've just been looking at some of the emails. I I got I saw the I saw the one from Clark, and then yeah. and then I saw one. Then I got one from Roy Harper, and he mentioned yep. and he mentioned Corey. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, they they mention her at times, um, like not by name but like batgirl will like insinuate like oh you know you can't get so caught up about it and you know you're in love and like some of the like there's one point like i saw somebody like complaining about it the game being woke like because there's like a pride flag in the belfry um honestly i don't understand it it's just a flag but there <laughs> is one moment there is one moment where tim is asking for advice on asking a dude out from Batgirl and that's like the only thing I've heard remotely like that but like <laughs> but it's 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 fascinating just to let them talk you know like there's so many things that you'll hear them say absolutely hey Johnny Rocker welcome to the Defenders appreciate you good brother yeah I I'm definitely enjoying the di the dialogue some some people weren't fans of the voice acting but I'm enjoying I'm enjoying all of it uh it's uh it's been a lot of fun I love love alfred <laughs> i got on stream i got to the part where uh where alfred is talking to uh to uh kane and um and they get and someone tries to rob them, <laughs> rob them at gunpoint and out and they and alfred just stares him down and he just runs away he just runs away he just doesn't want the smoke <laughs> so I just, yeah i just absolutely love love alfred uh i'm not i'm not um i i'm definitely not going to you know set up here and show for any game but i'm generally having i'm generally having fun with it it's definitely a game that has a uh, has a lot of a lot of issues but i'm but it's uh it's pretty much what i expected it to be my main concern was okay is it running is it going to be a bunch of bugs is it going to be anything like that like i knew the combat was not going to be arkham knight i had no problem with that uh i knew it was going to I knew it was going to have some some issues. I I wasn't expecting anything too crazy, and I haven't had it really any. Uh, I mean, I had a couple had a couple uh, bugs sometimes. Uh, the my characters will be unresponsive or or not do what I I want them to do, and that can be annoying. But for the most part, uh, I'm I, the combat work can work, especially depending on the character. And the skills, uh, and I feel like some some of it is stuff they can polish with a uh, patch with uh, patches, you know, further smooth out the responsiveness. Um, not the I didn't really miss the sixty frames per second thing. I don't think I think that ended up being overblown, and that's not what the issue is. It's not that it's not at sixty frames. It's just the way kind of the combat is designed. It's not definitely responsiveness is is an issue, but they definitely made the animations like it's not not snap not snappy like if you look at like if you look at a uh, gameplay of avengers and you look at uh which everyone's constantly compared it to and you look at uh you, you you compare that how the melee combat looks like that avengers be, because avengers is a bit more butt button mashy and at uh if you and very very much responsive the attacks are just like boom 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 boom, boom, boom. And you can you can do some of that with Gotham, but but that comes with like uh, but you'll get those quicker animations with like 
certain moves like Batgirl's uh, beatdown or the time the time strikes, which uh, people probably aren't used to yet. If you you the the combat definitely gets better when you learn how to time your strikes, but it's still it's still not smooth. But it's still more satisfying than than taking on Avengers enemies because it's mainly a, a melee focused game and and the range is pretty good as well. It's it's definitely more satisfying when you figure out the bosses and you can and you can uh, break 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 them down hand in hand. It's pretty satisfying and I'm looking forward to you know getting my level and everything up. But I think a seven is a pretty fair fair assessment uh, the story is really good i i love the stealth i love the stealth even though the ai is pretty all over the place and the detection is is a little is a little wacky combat is is fun but uh clunky clunky at times general with the controls and the and the traversal as well but i think I think it's definitely not a four. <laughs> I think that's that's, that's actually just, crazy. Yeah. That's, that's actually that's actually crazy. <laughs> I think I think a seven is a is a reasonable uh, rating rating for for this game. It's you know if, if you're a fan of superheroes, especially the the Bat Family, I think you're going to get a kick out of them. I I was contemplating uh, uh, the, delaying the podcast a bit because I was like, do I have time to play some more Gotham Knights before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good thing though, right? Oh, yeah, was... You know, like if it leaves you wanting more, like I can't wait to play my next playthrough as Batgirl. I can't wait to do Robin because, like, I really love Jason's story. Like, I, there's a really like yeah, I really love you know, he's I, I really love Batgirl's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I I really feel like th there's a very personal level of story with him because you know he's dealing with with the trauma of you know being Dead. reborn <laughs> you know? Head, yeah. and, and they deal with a lot of that and mm -hmm. there's like a lot of like stuff with that but also like i really like it wasn't like a shot for shot remake of the court of owls mm -hmm. but they they definitely borrowed from it a lot it's their own kind of version of the story and there's one mission in particular that's one of the coolest missions i've ever done and it's kind of like something that happened with bat it's a take on what happened with batman in the court of owls story there's this one issue they do where there's there's literally no words mm -hmm. and it's just him struggling with his sanity and trying to like escape this labyrinth and there's a mission that's sort of like that and it's very trippy and i i just it's one of my favorite missions i've done in a video game in a while I, I really like I don't have any attachment to some of the characters like I really did enjoy the side missions for Clayface mm -hmm. and uh, Harley and um, Mr. Freeze like I thought those were really good and what I would love to see is like add-ons where they basically add on cases like that Absolutely. I could totally see them doing that yeah, like sure. DC Universe you know um, like hey 15 bucks and you got the Two-Face add-on you know or whatever it may be, and you've got like four or five new missions. It adds like, because you can get through these missions in like two to three hours. Right. Um, like, and I take my time with stuff. I try to find all the the chests and everything. There was one part of the Clayface mission I I hated. Uh, I I honestly like I got through it and everything, but like I didn't like the way that they they did it. But that's honestly the only mission that I felt that way on. Everything else, like it feels like my time. It well, let me take that back. 
now that I found all the batarangs, okay. nobody else is gonna have to go through what I went through. But I I played the game very wrong. I started off, I played like the first two levels, and then I went looking for all the batarangs. Like I was looking for the batarangs before unlocking fast travel, <laughs> before unlocking his jump. Like I finally had to stop myself and figure out how to unlock his jump because I was walking those streets. I know like every inch of that map by heart at this point. I had no, like I couldn't talk to anybody. Like I only, I only messaged Caboose like once or twice because uh, I knew he would have it. And I don't think that's really his thing. Um, so I had no one to talk to. I literally had to scour every inch of the map looking for this very faint glowing bluish like line okay and like a lot of the lights the actual like strobe like the the street lights and stuff pretty had pretty the strong. same like reflection <laughs> yeah, they're pretty sure so it's like uh you know what i mean but like i i managed to do it and i do kind of regret it a little bit um because all you get for unlocking them all is a trophy or an achievement and uh the year one transmog which is nice but like i'm not going to use that to be honest yeah, probably. like you know if i'm going to use the year one i'm going to like use a crafted suit so i can make some changes to it year one's not a bad suit but like i don't care about the transmog i guess but i needed to do it now i guess the more disappointing part is that like i did all this work and the video is not even getting views you know what i mean yeah that, yeah that's, that's the other yeah that's the other thing i saw some uh, creators who uh yeah, yesterday was a bit of a bloodbath for some creators like like the the bigger ones did okay because you know they have so many subscribers but i feel like i feel like uh the issue that a lot of people ran into is that everyone was kind of like uploading a lot of the same gotham nice videos at the same time <laughs> like at like bright and early usually earlier than than uh their audience is, is on and yeah and that's why i didn't <laughs> see uh black adam yet because i was like i didn't use my time very well i i i like i went so hard after those batarangs like i really thought that if i had that video ready to go that it would it would be a big one that i didn't think a lot of people were gonna go for because mm. i people are gonna want to find them because you get xp for it and you get the achievement you get everything and yeah. i think people are gonna want to do that so having it there i thought was going to be very valuable but so yeah. far i mean i'm sure it'll get views over time but like so far yeah. i don't know i i definitely doing better with uh you know how to unlock the the talon one yeah excuse me usually thing see if i had gotten the game early i would have i would have went with like the uh the joy raptor craze gaming approach uh, I, I feel like those are those type of videos are kind of better t when the uh, when a game is first coming out like uh you know you know those think uh don't make this mistake in the early game type of stuff or make yeah. make, make sure you're make uh things you things you need to unlock early you know secrets you know that that sort of thing because there are definitely some helpful tips like uh unlocking the night unlocking the knighthood for first uh not you know not wasting your time on caches until you're like higher higher level you know you know stuff stuff like that i i think those are, are better videos to start with plus you know co unlocking cosmetics but uh i i didn't really have any options because i had i didn't have my code yet i had a little bit of footage but i didn't i didn't have uh, a bunch of a bunch of time with the game so 
I was like, oh well, well I'll I'll just uh do a little do a little bit here and then I'll hit the ground running on Friday and stream stream did well. It was a lot a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad uh, people voted to make me play Red Hood first because uh, I was definitely intending to play Red Hood last, but I definitely enjoyed it. I didn't get to play Robin yet, and but just looking at Batgirl, I think I'm going to end up. <laughs> I think I'm gonna end up falling in love with Batgirl. <laughs> Just looking at her. I, I did too. <laughs> Honestly, like they they all play so well, and I just I don't know. Like I I really I'm baffled by some of the hate it's getting, and I do feel I do feel like if they announced the 30 frames per second thing a while back, it would have passed over by now. Definitely. Um, but like I feel like they did definitely make a misstep in announcing it so late, and that's fresh on everybody's mind you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like people are are looking for looking at every pixel and trying to like see, oh that one popped yeah it was it oh, was, oh, popped. It was <laughs> it's very ruined it was literally it was literally about the time and like the game like the game is is fun like i gave i gave it a seven you i'm sure i'm sure you might even go seven and a half uh yeah. I, I think i think i think it was i think the 60 frames ended up being not not even a big deal in terms of the actual gameplay it's like out of all the things like someone said oh if this uh, imagine if this game has 60 frames i'm like like all the all, of all the issues i could think of of this game this the the fps never even popped up in my head like it it was never at all an issue an issue to me i i, I would have <laughs> never even known i did not even thing. know i did not even know i would have never known it was a thing until people started freaking out like i actually people like saying my eyes have just adjusted to 60 frames per second and I get sick looking at 30. I'm like, motherfucker, no, no, you're <laughs> you're full of it. I don't believe that for a second. The human eye can't differentiate that much, okay? Like, I get the 60 frames per second is definitely smoother. And in an ideal perfect world, I would have wanted that too. But like, let's be real here, okay? It, it, this game has been in development for over six years. Like, it started, you know, at a time where like a lot of this stuff wasn't here they've certainly made some shifts and everything and obviously like it looks great i i i don't have any issues with graphics or smoothless i mean like it's not perfect but like people are like oh it's like i can't tell if tricks was joking or not with his avengers comment <laughs> but like avengers like barely functioned when it launched like I, it's yeah. not anywhere near like what Avengers was, and, and the mo and the mobile graphics thing is weird because I'm because I I was uh when I because when I got my code by the time I down I got my code and downloaded it, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and I'm like and I was like you know I'm determined to to make some headway with Red Hood to uh, try to to try to get his fart jump, and I kept getting sidetracked with the photo mode because <laughs> because first of all their photo mode is spectacular. And it, it it reminded me of uh, how good the Guardians of the Galaxy and Ghost of Tsushima uh, photo modes were. Spider Man and Spider and Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Insomniac basically got tier photo modes. Uh, and I would just be you know all right, all right, let me get through this mission and then I'd like hop on a perch and and get it and the, the camera hit right up like hold up let me go. I do want to address <laughs> one of the comments in chat about the colorway for um beyond suit you can use you can use colorways on the beyond suit you just have to craft it yeah i got, that, yeah, I got the, it. the suits is confusing 
Like, and, and oh, I'm glad I made the video. The UI is dog. <laughs> the UI is dog water. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I, the, my code was for the deluxe edition, and I got the one of the first suits I was rocking was the Beyond suit, and you know I've craft, I craft, I did some crafting. I got unlocked some colorways, mixed and matched some stuff. Yeah, like people, you, you, you got got to get got to get used to how they do it. They don't, they don't realize that you have to like you you go in you um, you get these you play the game you get these materials from you know opening chests being being enemies completing missions and stuff and then you got to go back to the belfry and craft and when you craft those we you, you got to go to the crafting tab craft craft the craft the suits then separately is the gear which is melee arranged and then you can equip the, go through the suit styles and mess with the mess with the colorways and everything like that but that whole thing could have been so much better. Is uh, Casual finally here? Finally. <laughs> Uncle Casual. Finally. I, I have to say, I actually just got the collector's edition and it actually had a suit that I don't I don't feel like I've even seen yet. It's the uh, the Promethe Promethean New Guard transmog. Ooh. Ooh. So I'll be rocking that on my PlayStation so, playthrough. So Uncle Casual, I I definitely know what you were doing. Uh, I saw you. I saw on Twitter, you posted uh, your uh, Nightwing gameplay. It looks like you're you're in the uh, introductory mission. So I'm guessing you're not too far into uh, got into uh, Gotham Knights. Did you? Nah, you bought it, right? You didn't. Uh, yeah. You didn't get a code. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do so, a hard push for a code. So uh, how? So, uh, so, uh, Mr. Casual, we, I basically gave it a seven. Uh, I think Jay is at like a seven and a half. You're pretty early, but so far, what is your, uh, impression of a, of a Gotham Knight so far? Is it, is it indeed a mobile game or is it Marvel's Avengers 2.0 Anthem 4.0? That's, that's a lot to unpack, but, um, So I, I played a, a decent amount. So it's like I made it. Um, okay, so how far in the story did I get before I started switching up? I'm trying to think of where I left off with Nightwing because I made it um, as far as getting his um, knighthood unlocked. So once I, I haven't even tried the glider. Like once I got it unlocked, I immediately switched over to Rhea Hood and started working on his. I hate it. And I, I, got, hate, I hate the I glider got, so much. I got I got the solo jump unlocked as well. Um, right now in the start in the story, um, I'm investigating the, the court of owls and everything. So I, I handled the Mr. Freeze, or I started the Mr. Freeze um, storyline. I started the uh, Harley storyline and everything. Um, yeah, I think that's where I switched up after the, the Harley storyline. That's what where I unlocked um, Nightwing's okay. um, glider, and then went ahead and switched it up to Rhea Hood. So I haven't played um robin or batgirl just yet but from the the time that i put into the, the game it's i feel like if you if you go into this game ready to compare it to arkham knight and that kind of gameplay that kind of story you know that's focused you know entirely on batman for the most part you, you're setting yourself up to dislike this game and you know disregard what the developers had in mind for you know the player experience going in if you're open to you know seeing what they they have to offer and what they're looking to do i feel like this game is not gonna like wow you in the sense that like 
you know, Spider-Man 2 is setting up to do or, um, you know, even something like God of War. Like, I feel like they, they're really swinging for the f- defenses with, you know, trying to wow players with, you know, amazing storytelling and cinematics and things like that. I don't think I, th- th- there are elements there, you know, in this game that have that, but it's like, it is like a, it's like the other side of Avengers. It's like the other side of the, the coin with Avengers. Right. Like, you know how everyone said when avengers first came out it feels like this was a single player game they got forced into being a multiplayer live action um i mean live as a service game right and it feels like the reverse with gotham knights it feels like this was intended to be a a game as a service but they pulled back and decided to okay well we'll we'll strictly go with you know story you know Mm -hmm. but we'll, we'll leave all of those rpg elements in the game and it kind of feels half and half in some regards so it's like i i get i get the comparisons to avengers and i, I apologize for being long with it but it's like it's a lot I, i've been having a lot of thoughts you know throughout the day while while playing it and everything so it's like i like it i like um what the combat has to offer and everything like that but it i feel like a lot of the criticisms i've seen have been fair you know with the game and aside from you know the you know, six, 60 FPS, you know, hate campaign that started mm-hmm. a week ago. And, um, you know, people who are just writing it off because it, it didn't choose to be an Arkham um, sequel. Um, I think, I think sevens are, I think seven is a, is a fair place to, to land. I, I haven't, you know, fully played the story out or anything like that. So it's like right now, just playing two characters and, and probably like, you know, 25% of the way into the story. I think a seven is fair, mm-hmm. but if you are underwhelmed by the, the gameplay and um, you 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 were looking to jump straight in and, and try out all the traversal and you found out it was locked behind you know different knighthood missions and stuff, I get it. Like that's that's one hundred percent fair. Like I don't know why they chose to do that. I mean, well, I do know why they chose to do it because it, in a, in a sense it forces you to explore every other character's gameplay so when you go over to nightwing or you know red hood mm-hmm. you gotta play you know you gotta get a feel for that character before you just jumping straight into their traversal so it's like it kind of you know bottlenecks you into trying them out you know but i understand you know not wanting to have to go through that so it's like people calling it grindy i get it people saying it's you know just like avengers all uh, all over again it's like it's somewhat disingenuous but it's like i get what you're going for i I think they they did a, a pretty good job with what they set up with this game, and I feel like they opened the door for a lot to be done um, post post campaign. Like once you finish up the story and everything, um, I don't think the story suffers from having Batman removed from them, you know, as a central character. And if you pay attention to the details, each night pretty much represents something, you know, that Batman brings to the table as a whole like like nightwing he um represents um just the determination and natural skill and everything but he's not the tech technical genius that batman is that's where bad girl comes in so she she has the detective mind that bruce you know brings to the table and then red hood he's the no nonsense hard on criminals you know aspect of batman's personality and then tim he represents hope so it's like that you know positive outlook that batman maintains although he is beating the hell out of people every night for <laughs> committing crime in his city 
he still, you know, believes in people and believes in humanity and things like that. And I feel like Tim's personality is what represents that. So it's like it's a lot that they managed to do, but you know, it's it's clearly not a game that's gonna be it, it's 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 just like Avengers, like you tried to please too many people, you tried to touch too many demographics, and when you do something like that, it's like, yeah, you you broaden your your um sales, but you also kind of cap your sales because once word of mouth gets out so many people are going to be turned off because it's not what that one thing they wanted it to be so a lot of complaints are oh well it's not just a single player you know story driven campaign that delivers that constantly because you got to take side missions and grind and stuff like that so it's like i get it i think i think uh that's what that's definitely well said and i'm so far to me the grind like that's why the avengers comparison seems seems weird to me because with avengers the it's like when you're the problem with a grind in avengers is that the grind in avengers starts when there's when you've done everything interesting <laughs> and, you're, and you're just grinding for yeah. gear whereas got whereas gotham knights you're 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 playing through it because you're trying to you're trying to get skills you're trying to unlock clues and solve and solve crimes and and get through the story and all of that is interwoven together you know it's not a separate thing it's like with avengers you just breeze you just uh breeze through the story campaign you you don't have to pay attention to gear don't really have have to pay attention to skills all that much you know it's it, you're basically just breezing through the story and you're done six hours whereas gotham knights there's you know because it's an open world game you're there's a lot to uncover there's a lot to explore uh there the way they they're tied the gear is kind of is basically like secondary so far while you're leveling you're mainly it's mainly about the actual skills getting used to the combat and uh and uh the different enemy types and and they they change and get harder as you as you go through and and uh and get deeper and deeper into the story so i think they definitely did a better job of bring of wielding those those two elements together in a way that makes sense uh, in some ways, I feel like they went a little, they they went a little too overboard. But other times, I felt, but most of the time, I felt like they mainly have a purpose. Like there's like people complain about Insomniac Spider-Man, you know the the Mary Jane stuff and the side missions were kind of kind of useless. And I feel like uh, I feel like Gotham has pretty mostly useful side side missions. I like the uh, Lucius Fox stuff isn't is not terribly interesting to. Uh, <laughs> hunt down to watch to just stare at drones <laughs> but 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 you're doing but you're doing it to unlock fast travel but on the other hand the the side stuff like freaking the whole harley quinn thing and 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 the random crimes you stumble upon i felt like they're way better than the than the side missions you would get in environment actually reminded me of um the side the side content in ghost of tsushima one of the reasons I love that game. Uh, even before they added the Legends mode, the the main story, if you just go through that, you know, it's a big open world and the side missions are very well done. They're they're also story driven and they incentivize you to to go through those instead of just rushing through the main story. And I, I appreciate that about Goth uh, Gotham Nice and if you're into the the RPG, the looter, the multiplayer stuff, that's there. That's there for you too. 
Um, I'm, I haven't played co-op yet, but uh, if you want to want to do that next time we we stream casual, we can, we can, I think we're pretty much in uh, close to the same part in the story. I'm going to be uh, doing Cake Girl, so that should be that should be uh, interesting to, to go into. I'm looking forward to the four player mode. Uh, I think I think the game has uh, has a bright has a bright future if uh, they the it sounds it looks like the developers are going to keep uh, updating it, keeping it fresh and and I'm I'm definitely looking for looking forward to exploring it a little more and and uh, even you know even after God of War come comes and goes I think Gotham Knights has that that is going to have a bit more longevity in that regard but God of War is yeah, God of War is definitely what's on a lot of people's mind and we actually got some early previews today so I want want to see you guys thought uh, thoughts on on Ragnarok and like we're we're usually uh associated with superhero stuff but uh god I want to I want to circle back though I wasn't uh I haven't I've I've been silent for like 20 minutes so cuz you're uh, yeah cuz your camera's uh, died <laughs> Well what no it wasn't dying I what I tried to do is I tried to set it to my Elgato because new sun gambit in chat keeps complaining about not being able to change the uh the beyond suit and you you can change it you have to have the actual suit Correct. and you can make it look like that now you will eventually at a certain point be able to get another newer beyond suit but for now you have to use the transmogs so the transmogs cannot be altered they are basically being put on top of whatever suit you're you've crafted and you're wearing right so that's the thing that's confusing for a lot of people the transmogs are just so that you can always look like whichever skin you want to look like you have to actually have a suit and it's rng it's it's pure luck you know certain enemy types uh have to be unlocked before you start seeing certain suits drop so like i didn't get the metalite suit until i started fighting like Mr. Freeze enemies, mm -hmm. um, and like uh, the the demon started when I was fighting League enemies and and stuff like that. So not ideal, but it's certainly not false advertising like he's claiming. So I just wanted I just wanted to add that because I did get uh, a Beyond suit at like level twenty seven. So like it is out there. It's just rare, and unfortunately you can't upgrade the suit that you have it like the suit that you have is that is what it is like you can upgrade the mods but not the suits you know it's weird yeah so so basically what you're saying is get good <laughs> yeah no he I, what i'm saying is he doesn't understand the game and like i'm not saying i i disagree but yeah i mean the the beyond suit is deluxe exclusive you get one at level one and then you get the transmog. So, like, if you don't want to use the level one suit, you know, then, oh my god! All right, I, he hasn't even played the game. I don't care. Yeah, so he, he's he's just like talking out of his ass or something he doesn't understand. Yeah, I, I assume, all right, I, carrying on. I assume, I assume he played the game. Yeah, I I played I played the game. I wore the Beyond suit on stream. Yeah, it's uh... the Beyond suit <laughs> is the only suit in the game that has an XP boost. Yeah. So I wore that like way longer than I should have. So. I've been rocking um the Jim Lee scan with Nightwing and um 
I forgot what the name of it is for real hood. One of the ones with the brown jacket. I, I think yeah. it's um yeah, I think it's the night watch. I yeah. think I'm yeah. um, rocking yeah. the gym leaves for him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I uh I don't know. I've really enjoyed having the talon suit now. Like I, I hope that you can Show find off. an actual <laughs> Yeah. I hope you can actually find a talon suit. Um because I would love to see if there is like like you can change some of the looks, but I, I think it's kind of like Jim Lee where it's transmog only. Okay. I also surprisingly really love the knighthood suit. Like I didn't think I would, but then when you got it, when you beat it, um, I I was like, wow, this is actually a really cool suit. So and I it, like it, and it looks great. Yeah, in, this... And it looks great in thirty FPS. <laughs> thirty <laughs> FPS, yeah. like it, it, it was um, a few things I did want to mention is like we I did run into a few um, frame frame drops. Um, Mostly, it seems to be when you're riding around on the um, the bat cycles, <clears throat> and sometimes when you transition, like when you're um, zip lining with the bat um, grappling hook and all of that. Um, sometimes, but there's like I, if if that's something you get hung up on, then it's like this that that may be a thing that kind of you know rubs you the wrong way with the game. It. I know they patched it, you know, they dropped a patch to kind of um, decrease the frequency of that. So it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know how much that was happening prior to the patch, but right. uh, once or twice, I haven't run into many bugs. Like I crashed once. Um, I think I opened a menu trying to go into something and the game just crashed and I had to open it back up. See, I, have, so I don't know. See, I haven't had any crashes yet. I've crashed twice and both times I crashed, I was like waking up. I, I, I would just like pause the game and like go away and then i'll come back and unpause it and pick up where i left off and both times that i crashed were like in the morning after like waking up and going to start the game for the first time it like just dashboarded me and what? it sucks but like honestly it's not like well the end of the world well if you're well, yeah. well if you're obsessed with the uh, fps then you're gonna love god of war ragnarok because uh based based on early previews God of War Ragnarok is going to have several performance modes <laughs> based on based on what it saw. I, I believe they said there's a there's a uh, graphics there's a forty there's a four K uh, thirty FPS for for graphics. There's a sixty FPS performance. They I think they said there was a forty as well and in uh, a one twenty hertz mode. Uh, Which the human eye can't even see. Yeah, and uh, and of course it's going to be on PS4 and PS5, and uh, so far people are gushing over it. I, I, uh, some I'm not someone who is in love with the God of War uh, franchise. I always uh, make fun of the God of War fans in uh in the chat who are you know obsessed obsessed with the game. I call it I call it 2018 uh, cutscene of war because. <laughs> Because the game, because uh, I felt like the game was like pretty much seventy percent cutscene, but I still, but it's still, it's still fun. I'm, I'm uh, think, I'm thinking of picking it up. What do you, what do you got? What do you guys uh, gonna get in on the, the Ragnarok hype? I have the collector's um, edition pre-ordered. Ooh, of, yeah, of course you do. Well, it's real there. Um, I, I didn't go as far as getting the collector edition or the, um, the new PlayStation controller or anything like that. But um, I played a, a fair amount of the last one. Like I, like I said, with work at that time, it's like I just couldn't really sit down and grind through a full game. So it's like I 
um, made it a decent amount. Like I was enjoying the story. I liked how they, you know, put a new spin on the, um, you know, um, Norse mythology and everything. And, you know, having Balder and everybody as, as a part of the story. And you set up the big confrontation between um, Kratos and Thor at the end that's being picked up in this one. So it's like, I'm definitely interested in checking it out. Um, not a, I've never been a like like a, a strong follower of the franchise, you know, in general. Like I played it a little bit, you know, here and there over the years, but um, I'm by no means an expert on the series or anything like that. But on the cinematics alone, you know, that they they are engaging and they are very impressive. So mm. it's like I love I, I love, give the team credit. Love a good love a good cutscene. Love a good cutscene, and of course, gotta gotta show love to the homie. Uh, Chris Judge, <laughs> I hear, I hear hold, holding it down as a uh, one of the one of the best voice actors in the game. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about voice actors later on, <laughs> but because uh, that that became that became boy boy that boy did that could become a thing. But uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking of getting God of War or getting into it at the very least doing some coverage of it because I made a I made a God of War news video just the other day just to test the waters and it got 35,000 views so i'm now in, i'm now a little bit invested in god of war Ragnarok. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> it might be it might be some might be something we're talking about uh i i'm i always, i had I already had a passing interest in it because i did finish the first i did finish 2018 and ultimately did they like it and i'm i'm looking for looking forward to you know seeing seeing what it's about but it's not the top on the list honestly i'm still disappointed that suicide squad could have justice league got delayed until next year because <laughs> i really really wanted that to come out this year that would have been, that been so perfect two well well three i mean this that would have been a uh, three superhero games because gotham knights you got midnight suns later on but midnight suns is a very more niche game but suicide squad that that was the that was the one uh, that was the one and we're going to we should uh, <laughs> we should talk about um, Midnight Suns. I feel like there's been some pretty big news this week. Yeah, Deadpool has apparently hijacked the Midnight Suns social media account. And not only that, but like we're basically confirmed that we're getting Deadpool, Storm, and probably Moon Knight yeah. as as DLC. I I mean mm. I'm sponsored by Midnight Suns, but like they haven't actually said anything. Like I wouldn't have even touched this if like they had confirmed any of that but like like that's an in-game deadpool model we're seeing so clearly deadpool's in the game Absolutely. in some capacity and he very specifically mentioned moon knight and we already know from some of the videos that there was like a a conchu was was referenced at one of the museum settings so we know that and then they're literally showing like like art for storm and then there was the um the, like season pass like kind of teaser mm. and it had bullet holes slashes and lightning bolts on it and i mean the slashes could be moon knight's daggers bullet holes deadpool lightning storm i mean it, it seems pretty pretty obvious that could, those are could be morbius uh doubt it's morbius <laughs> It's more. Yeah. It's more time. Saw, um, Black Panther name floating around. I, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, my my day has been all over the place. So it's like it's. I'm not I'm trying to narrow down things. What what is that? I'm, I'm just, is uh so Midnight Suns. 
it's definitely a single player game, but it's got it's gonna have all this DLC and I'm guessing it's basically like a story story driven strategy game is essentially what it is. Yeah, it's got the RP RPG elements um in like the the actual whatever the villa was called, I forget what they call it. Um they're like house. There's all sorts of RPG elements um where like the you know you have to build relationships mm -hmm. and the stronger your, your relationship the better the the character performs stuff like that um and then yeah it i, I just you know, honestly i'm really excited for it now because uh ubisoft gave me mario and rabid spark of hope and it's basically a lot like midnight suns is going to be just without the card mechanics and the card mechanics are so overblown because like at the end of the day, it's a turn-based strategy game. Right. All right, that's it. The cards just make it a little more RNG as far as what attacks you could do. Whereas in Mario and Rabbids, like, you have the same, like, three attacks. All right, you just have to take turns doing them. Like, this just puts things on, like, a different cooldown, and, and you just have to build your deck and, and hope you draw the right card, you know what I mean? And I think it's actually, like, it's very interesting and i don't know if you watch the dev stream but like just the way that like you position yourself and you use your card and it can like project the the damage into other things so it's it's really cool i i thought like i think people are just overblowing and i have like this like tweet in my head all week now that marvel snap is out about why i don't want to play marvel snap because i'm i'm mad marvel snap is not a first person shooter like, I really think think it should be a first-person shooter. And because it's just a card game, I don't want to play it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I generally, I'm generally uh, not not in, really into mobile games like that. But Marvel Snap, I, I was pretty much done with Marvel Snap as soon as the whole pay-to-win controversy happened. I'm like, oh, well, that... Uh, I don't think you got my joke, though. I'm not. <laughs> I got it. Because <laughs> everybody's like, oh, I want to play midnight suns but i don't want to play a card game well that's what the game is yeah. you know it's like me saying i don't want to play marvel snap because it's not a first person shooter yeah. you know well it's not a first person shooter it's a card game yeah, yeah. that's what i was saying about gotham knights like um a lot of people you know just like with avengers it's like you want the game to be what you want it to be instead of what the game was designed to be and it's like I, I, I guess that's a new thing that's that's happening with uh -huh. gaming. Like you you try out j different genres and you know, that's how you learn what you like. And you know, okay, I'm, I may not have originally been attracted to this this niche of gaming, but it's like after trying it out, oh, it's kind of fun. That's that's the point of having variety. So it's like it's not going to appeal to everybody, but Very it's true. like recognize you, what it is and accept it. Did you see uh, Carrot Scraps review? of yeah. gotham knights earlier I, know. I think he hit the nail on the head he's basically like he's like this is the ideal gotham knights review and i i cannot impersonate or reproduce what he said but he was basically just talking in circles saying gotham knights is a game that features batman characters but it's bad because it's not batman and it should be arkham knights or Arkham Asylum 4, but it's not. So therefore, it's bad. Like he's basically like talking like that, but way better. And uh, I, I would hope so. <laughs> it was, yeah, I'm trying to paraphrase, uh, but like I, I, I saw that and I couldn't help but laugh. Like I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, it was, it was, that it was... just, what, what Kaz said just kind of reminded me of that. 
Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was. It's like perfect satire of what's of the conversation you know, surrounding Gotham Knights in general. And like I said, it's just just aiming is in a weird space. It's like we, you can feel it. Like right before that, the, the um, 30 FPS controversy hit with Gotham Knights, people were, you could tell people were waiting on anything. Like they were waiting mm-hmm. on that one thing to get this game for, because it's like, uh, the Arkham Knight comparison wasn't doing it. Like we, we couldn't really, you know, that wasn't disingenuous enough. We we needed something. It's like, oh, the 30 FPS, this should be 60 FPS. What kind of game is this? You you literally cut out last gen. It was built for last gen and then it expanded beyond that. And it's like, like, relax, bro. Like, why are we and, and, so... Uh, and uh, a Plague Cell got caught in a crossfire because that ended up being locked at 30 there were actually people saying that every next gen only game was 60 frames per second like had some kind of 60 frames per second mode and like i i there's a list of games out there that didn't launch with 60 frames per second i think there was a point where ratchet and clank was only at 30 but like they were able to update it and add the 60 pretty quickly but like there there have been plenty of games that launch that way like people like it's just weird to watch the the mental gymnastics people do to try to convince themselves like that their narrative is true you know what i mean i mean and that's, it's, like, it's so it's, 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 yeah go ahead it was just social media i mean that's, <laughs> what do you expect at this point yeah i was about to say like that's that's the thing is like I, I I I'm all for people having different opinions and if you feel strongly about something you know by all means voice that but when we start being you know disingenuous with our you know representation of our uh, analogies or comparisons it's like all right now what 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 are we doing here like you you're clearly pushing an agenda at this point and it's like I I don't understand what we're getting out of this. It's like, bro, it's a game we haven't touched it yet. Only a select few people have actually played the game, and we're we're already writing it off, talking about what it should be, what it has to be, mm-hmm. as if this isn't uh, an error where you can literally update the game as you go along. So they can add a patch, you know, in a month that adds in high performance mode, all of these things, Absolutely. like the um the complaints about the UI design and. Uh, overcomplicated um, resources for crafting and everything like that I, I think they're going to do what avengers did and it's like you're going to tighten that up to you know one or two or three resources and you know, just minimize that so it's like you tried it you got feedback there they're clearly going to take that feedback and this isn't a game that's going to be you know shut down once once it's out there so it's not a, a game as a service right. but they're still planning to put some work into this game in the future so it's like mm-hmm they can still make changes. So I don't understand why we're not willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and at least get them the opportunity to take the feedback and make changes behind, you know, in the future. I, I do. I know. I know, actually. Uh, and this is this actually isn't uh, completely Avengers fault. This is uh, I'm not I'm not going to blame Avengers for this one. Uh, I'm going to partially blame Cyberpunk and game and general in general studio. This uh trend that we've seen in gaming of the uh release release now patch later mindset that uh that a lot of studios are pushing that has definitely uh rubbed gamers the wrong way because uh you know especially people who are used to playing older games they were used to you know you buy the game it is what it is you can't patch it that's it the game is the game whereas now because of the technology and 
at uh, all the things they can do now. We're seeing a lot more games that are released in various degrees of readiness. Definitely some in the case of Avengers and Cyberpunk, not nearly <laughs> as ready as they need to be. And there's like, and they're just like, oh well, we'll, we'll justify it. We'll still do, char we'll still charge you full price, but you know, we're gonna fix, it. we're gonna fix it later. And I can definitely, from that perspective, I can understand gamers feeling burned by by it. This is, you know, it's been this whole thing that I feel like that's kind of been building up. You know, developers versus gamers, gamers feeling resentment, feeling like they're being kind of taken advantage of, and then then you have a a perfect market here for people who like certain like a certain someone we know who thrives off of talking uh, talking about struggling games and you know running with the lazy developer narrative and when you give people like that uh you know ammo by you know screwing over the customer to some degree that's how these huge social media contro controversies you know really really kick off you know this is basically this whole gotham knights controversy is like a continuation of the saints row reboot blowback you know it, it just and we've seen the same the same people who were who were uh going at say to reboot just transition and connect that right with the uh, <laughs> Gotham Knights, which I don't think which I don't think fits at all. But you know that's that's been the the general sentiment. You know people general a lot of gamers just don't trust companies game developers and don't want to give them the benefit of the doubt, even if they have a decent track record. And I feel like everyone kind of needs to just. Take a step back, you know, there's definitely game developers, I mean, who are very much deserving of of uh, criticism. I mean, I, I believe uh, uh, you know who just got another sexual misconduct allegation <laughs> this this week. <laughs> you know, how, how... I, I don't, but our <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, our the, the 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 game developer that is the basically the capital of sexual misconduct at this gotcha, point gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> at this point so it's just like it's like i i get it but uh i think people are way too quick when it comes to social media in general of just popping on they see they see the hate train going and they don't want to get left behind they're like oh that's clout i gotta i gotta jump on i gotta jump on this i gotta jump on the stream. i gotta get this clout off and they don't you know they don't, they don't really think think it's still it's just like they're caught up in the mob and they just want to be a part of something and uh, yeah i'm gonna be honest i was shocked yesterday i was really frustrated i i did not expect the game to get trashed by the the reviews the way that it was a lot of them and i didn't expect people to, like latch on to it and i was questioning like why why do i love this game so much like what is it about me? Am I, am I wrong? Is, like, what is it? The money? What's happening? Is it the duffel bag full yeah, of cash? Yeah, is it, is it, is it the duffel bag full of cash? <laughs> like, you know. Um, hold on. I think I think it really comes down to what you're looking for in the game versus like what what is it? <laughs> what, is it? <laughs> what is it like? And that's not even Canadian. That's what Midnight Suns gave them. Well, I, I have I haven't been paid by them in a while. That's another story. It's like I feel like you know the people who review the game, like who are who are trying to be the first out of the gate with these early reviews. You're playing the game, trying to blast through this content as fast as possible, just to be just to have your review up in time. Versus what the 
original game and experience should be where you're exploring the game, you're exploring the story, you're exploring the details and things like that, and just taking your time playing the game, whether that's running around looking for battle rings, trying to unlock a skin, that like that's how you're intended to play the game. So if you're just trying to sponge all of this up in, in like two hours and you know slap out a review, it's like that the, the experience that you're describing is gonna be very different from the guy who picked it up. And going, who, who's going to be playing it, you know, on the side of his 40 hour plus, you know, Absolutely. job. And it's like, I think that's something that gets lost in, transla- in translation, as well as people not being able to distinguish between developer decisions and publish, publisher decisions. Absolutely. Because at um, 30 FPS, you know, let's, let's try to not say anything about that until, you know, if we don't have to say anything, we won't say anything. That's a corporate decision. That's not something 100%. that developers are in control of. Even, and I also don't think they thought that that was going to be as huge of a deal as it was. I wouldn't have. I mean, if you're, if you're communicating the specs, especially with it, you know, going exclusively to next gen, I mean, current gen and PC, you, 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 I think, I think someone had the foresight to know that, yeah. hey, uh-huh. we, we, this is, this may be a thing. And it's like, well, it's not a thing until it's a thing and you mm-hmm. almost made it like you almost made it to launch without it actually being an issue and then you got caught at the finish line mm-hmm. and your pants fell down and it's like you, you got to take that one on the chin and of course the internet is going to make it the, the end of the world because that's what we do and it's like i said it's weird because the game doesn't deserve that the development team doesn't deserve that but it was a bad corporate decision and it's mm-hmm. like i can see that that's a corporate decision the developers they did what they could with mm-hmm. the time frame that they had. So obviously they didn't have time to squeeze in a, a performance mode by lunch, you know, and that's that's what you get. So should they have communicated that? Yes, with marketing and, you know, um, developer questions or whatever they, however they chose to communicate that, they, they had mm-hmm. avenues to explore that. They didn't. And, you know, you had to take a take a L on that. And even when you look at the reviews, like uh, I wonder how much of that was corporate because I mean, you, you touched on how you felt like a lot of these reviewers didn't really have time with the time with the game that they should have. And I'm and I'm just thinking about, you know, based on what I what I know of how they distributed access to the game. So IGN did a whole month long, basically special about Gotham Knights, just all this coverage. But we found out the end that at no point during that whole month of August, did they even have access to the game all the footage had been provided to them by wb games montreal and then and then they have the early then when they finally do the early uh impressions portion they they uh invite a few people out to the studio let them play for literally one of one of the people on the panel let them play for what you know two hours and they gave them yeah, two and a half hours two yeah. and a half hours you give a limited segment and they, they give the same treatment Terry else and then about well, five six days out from launch they they sent out review copies and 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 they're like okay well embargo lifts the the, the day before the morning before before which is launch, common which is launch yeah but but also but that's not that that's a pretty like compared to the god of war ragnarok uh, reviews review codes went out a couple weeks uh, a couple days ago and the reviews are due in by November, November third. For that's when the embargo lifts, and then the actual game. When is that out? Uh, the game, the actual game launches on the ninth, and the review embargo is the third. And the review codes have 
have already been out for a couple of days. People are already five hours into the game. So people have, so the reviewers from their perspective, be like, okay, well, uh, this, that seems to be a lot more to me, transparent. If, uh, if I'm just looking out on the outside, looking at it's like, that's a, that feels like a studio. That's a lot more confident in their confident in their product. They're like, okay, here's, here's, here's the game. You have what you have until you have like what, two weeks to, to, until your reviews do. And then once those reviews out, people have nine days, uh, six days to make a decision about about how they feel based on reviews. So I've so I feel like Got Gotham Knights uh definitely could have uh, benefited from from uh I feel like a, a bit more organization, you know, make you I feel like you definitely like even something like deciding whether you're going to be next gen only or current gen only. That's not something that should be announced like 5 months before launch. So I felt like there's definitely a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that that contributed to some to a lot of the issues that we have personally with the game and could have definitely improved the uh i think overall quality in the public image but that's the thing about game development uh most gamers they only see the end result of the product and they're like oh well i don't like this lazy devs blah 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 and they don't understand everything that goes behind that you know the management decisions uh how you know what the what the what the money situation could be how how if there's crunch involved you know if there's you know people being being unorganized you know there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that goes in the game and the people who are actually making the game really don't they don't have a lot of those big decisions there's a lot of stuff is just out of their hands and and unfortunately the publisher often ends up escaping most of the most of the blame and everything ends up falling on the developers so I, I it's definitely interesting to hear about the god of war stuff i wasn't aware of it here's what i could say though about as far as wb and gotham knights is concerned the pattern for how they handle this is consistent with my experience working with wb games it's that's how they've handled it with uh mortal Kombat. it's how they handled it with um you know lego star wars for me lego dc supervillains uh lego marvel superheroes 2 right. you know like that's the that's that's a typical wb games thing so i don't think it was like anything malicious or like i don't think it was like they were trying to hide anything i think that's just their normal operating procedure um so just just a little bit of feedback i guess more than anything you know like i don't think there was like any cloak and dagger stuff going on it's just and let's not forget like this is also a studio owned by warner brothers who literally are like bankrupt who had to be sold because they're bleeding money the fact that this game even came out is a, a minor miracle like this studio is almost sold off you know yeah. like there's been rumors about all these studios getting sold like there's a lot going on you know and i know that the average consumer just says well I don't care. I'm paying $70 for this. <laughs> and I, I, I get that. That's fair. Like 100% fair. But like, I don't really feel like, I don't know. I just see how much things cost in other games. Mm -hmm. And it it's like, you yeah. know, every Fortnite update, you know, you're, you're dropping 20 bucks, you know? Yeah, it's like the, 
to me, yeah, to me, it's like the. Uh, I mean, personally, to me, the the economics, the business side of of game is is personally interesting to me. And I've and since I do have some conversations with developers, I do I do think it's very valuable to kind of have an understanding of kind of what goes on behind the scenes to really kind of inform yourself about why certain things may happen the way they do and that way you know where you should be putting your your frustrations and it's usually just pretty interesting because a, a lot of uh it's a lot crazy stuff it's a lot crazier behind the scenes and we got that pretty much very clearly with the with this whole bayonetta 3 story mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that broke that broke to that broke earlier this week so i was talking to johnny uh rock johnny appreciate you still hanging around uh i was talking to him about this when the fr- when i first saw the story so for those who don't know uh bayonetta 3 most people know bayonetta uh, uh not not the biggest uh, franchise in the world but fairly popular character mostly because she you know featured in smash brothers but the, and everybody wants to smash her and everyone wants to smash her a lot a lot of rule 34 uh bayonetta art out there but uh bayonet but basically bayonetta 3 was announced you know the fans were we're excited about it, and then out of the blue, we we get a we get the, these viral Twitter videos from the original voice actress Helena Taylor, who was saying that basically you should boycott the game because their platinum platinum and Nintendo are evil corporate over their evil corporate you know so and sos. They even though this game has made hundreds of millions of dollars, they only offered her four thousand dollars to voice the role and when you know and she basically you know can't even afford to put gas in her car and instead of you know giving her what she was what she deserved they gave it to someone else and then of course she ended up throwing the new bayonetta which uh jennifer hill very big voice actors ended up throwing kind of her under the bus so when all this went viral people were harassing jennifer hill saying you scabbed and you know you know, blah blah blah. You don't care about voice actors, and they were going at the company, and it, it was a whole, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Uh, we we immediately people immediately were like bringing up this whole bigger conversation about how voice actors are underpaid and aren't really treated correctly in uh in gaming, and and someone should do something about it. And you know, the boycotts, the what should we boycott or not started popping up. But I remember I had this conversation with Johnny. I'm like. It didn't check to me. It didn't add up. Like I, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a skeptic. I guess I don't know. I got, I just, I, I know, I know people. I know, I do, I know a lot of, a lot of stuff, and I, I, um, I have an eye for and an ear for kind of details. And I was listening to the videos, and something just didn't add up because I was like, first of all, first off, there's absolutely no way. The Bayonetta franchise is worth that much. <laughs> has made that much money. There's no way. There's no way in hell. <laughs> that's that's cap. And then, and then I was like, okay, wait a minute. They they only offered the, they they offered the original actors voice actor four, but then they offer the role to Jennifer Hale. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Much more established she, voice actor. She's in a she's in a big she's in a big union. She has a lot of credits. There's no way she took it for four thousand. I'm like, that's they probably paid her six figures <laughs> when, you, when you factor in her her union, her years of experience, her credits. So I'm like, what was going on? Then then the, the kind of way she was like, oh well, don't 
don't uh don't buy the game donate to charity instead i'm like well if you're that poor they should you know donate to you shouldn't they but she was like she was like and you know it's it's if it's fine if you don't want to buy if you don't want to boycott but if you're a good person you know, th that whole thing that people sometimes do where it's like i know i'm not saying you sh you have to you know go agree with me on this whole thing but if you're a good person <laughs> then then consider agreeing with me so that that immediately turned me off so i was like you know what i don't i don't know what the whole story is but some something doesn't add up and then we got this breaking story from bloomberg and apparently there was a divorce story so according to their reporting and they have they said they have documents to prove it uh her story wasn't quite what she presented it according according to them they they're saying that they did not offer her four thousand dollars to do the role they said they offered her about four thousand per session minimum of like four or five sessions so she would have walked off with 15 grand for a pretty small voice part in bayonetta 3 and they said she countered by asking for six figures and residuals and that's a lot but in general but when you look at her credits she hasn't had a acting a voice acting role in seven eight years so Asking for six figures in, in residuals, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's Googling it right now. I'm I was like, I was like, six six figures in residuals, and you haven't acted in eight years. <laughs> now, was she the actual she voice acted. of Bayonetta? She's the original voice actress of Bayonetta. And I'm like, so this so And all of her work could be done in like four or five sessions? Yes. Is there not much voice acting in that no, game? So Bayonetta, for those that have never played Bayonetta, it's basically Devil May Cry with a Lady Dante. You know, it's the it's the the voice. It's not like God of War with these epic cutscenes and all this emotional dialogue and story. It's basically like cool, yeah. You know, you know, it's just like she she's doing cool stuff. She's beating up monsters. She's shooting stuff. There's not a lot. There's not a lot to it. You know that's that's what it is people people play Bay bayonetta because it's flashy and she's half naked you know so they 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 enjoy that experience it's not a game where you you play it for the enriching story and tear-jerking vocal performances so she doesn't have that much in in there but to but if this is true and they offered her 15 G's and she offered, she asked for six figures and residuals and they just basically said, well, no, <laughs> well, we could just get something bigger if we're going to be paying a lot, a lot of money. Like that's crazy, especially if, uh, especially when, cause she threw another voice actress under the bus who has been yeah. very, very vocal about, you know, right for voice actors. So as some, as someone and you, I think you guys as well, who follow voice actors on social media maybe even know some i want to get your thoughts because this did open up an interesting conversation on voice acting in general now i'm more familiar with the anime side of voice acting and i there's a lot of problems in the anime industry not just with voice acting but with the animators but i haven't seen i'm not familiar with the same level of problems in the video game industry so jay you're more in the weeds when it comes to the gaming industry with you know all your context so 
in your experience, how bad, what, what is, what should, what is this, what is basically standard for a voice actor? And do you think 15, dollars $15, for four sessions <laughs> is, is a re, is a reasonable rate? Or do you think there should, there should, there's a bigger thing that should be asked for here? Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't deal with the business side as much as I, I think that seems fair, especially the way you describe it. Like, like $4,000 a session is a day. You, I would think, right? Like imagine getting paid $4,000 a day for, for yeah. reading lines. It's basically like four hour sessions, basically. Yeah. Like that seems more than fair to me and about what I would expect. I think it's different than somebody like, like a Troy Baker, who's also doing motion capture right. and stuff like that. You know, like obviously somebody like that, that is actually dedicating, you know, weeks of their lives, they should definitely get paid more. I think that's something that you do. Um, but I don't know about like, if you're just a voice, like, I don't know. I, I would think that you would just get paid for your session work and I, yeah. Okay. You're the, you're the main character of the game, but if, if you can bang that out in 20 hours, like, you know, you definitely deserve something because you're, you're the voice of the game. Right. But at the same time, like, I mean, you said she hasn't done anything else. So it's like, yeah, she hasn't worked in eight years. <laughs> like her only thing she's done is bayoneted. She, she's a, she does a lot of theater stuff apparently, but in terms of video game, in terms of any voice work, she, she's not, she, her last thing was the last Bayonetta game. I mean, listen, we all think we are worth what we, we think. And if that's what she thinks she's worth, she certainly is entitled to ask for it. But like, they're also entitled to say no. Yeah, like to me, like to me, what blue, what when I thought when I think of voice acting and justice, I think of how the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, a uh, massive, massive franchise, uh, one of the biggest manga in the world, got a got a big screen movie, came over to U.S., made tons of money, found out that the English voice actors for that movie. At like three hundred dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think, I think, like when you take into account that she hasn't worked in like eight years, that sounds bad at face value. But when you think about the mental, she was mentally preparing for this role, so she doing eight years of mental preparation for this specific role. That that's why she said. I knew there was no way that you're. I'm glad you started smirking because I knew there was no way you were serious. I like, I literally rolled my eyes and yeah, I, do, I would never I, underhand you like I that. I know, I know casual, but, sar I know casual sarcasm by now. So I was, I was really, yeah. I was, I was all like, like to, to, in all seriousness, um, the, the market, you know, determines your value. So it's like, you can, you can bring a price to the table. And as Jay said, it's, it's up to the other party to you know either negotiate from there or accept that or tell you you know we're we're looking for something else. So, to I, I think she's she probably may have done more harm than good to her future opportunities yeah. because it's like now when things don't go your way you know you know how industries can be. It's like all right, well this is something that can be problematic. We don't want to be you know, on the other side of this, you know, when she comes over here asking for an opportunity and we say no. So we may pass on her, you know, for future opportunities. And, you know, Jennifer Hill is like, 
she she literally just took a job like she yeah. you know she interviewed for the role got it you know obviously she they they found a figure that worked for both of them and to have have your name thrown into the mix of something that basically has nothing to do with you like you you weren't a part of her negotiation so it's not like she stepped in during the negotiation process for um the original voice actress and said well guys i'll actually do it for that and they're like all right you know let's get her out of here it's like that's not what happened so to, right. to you know put her name in such a bad light is like that that's not cool it's like i i haven't followed the story closely but and I, I don't know, you know, the industry standard for voice acting or voice acting. Um, as you just said, people from, you know, anime are, are getting done pretty dirty. <laughs> very, very <laughs> so, much. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's levels to it. It's, it's all about per- perception and perspective. Um, I, I don't think she, she handled this the right way is all I'll say. Oh, it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that was the right play for this. It's like, I get it, but it's like it's it's it, it reminds me of like the um the Monique situation with Netflix. It's like you didn't get the negotiations you were looking for, and then it's like you kind of went on a, a tantrum and you know start throwing people under the bus, and it's like that didn't really help your cause. So it's like I always maintain the, the the mindset of you can never go wrong with being professional. So even if something exactly. doesn't go your way, exactly. be professional. You never know who's watching that. You never know. What opportunity you just kicked out of the door by you know going that route? So it's like just just be professional. It's like I understand being upset, but you know you never know. Like I'll tell you guys a personal story. Like I was in negotiations with WB Montreal to go check out Gotham Knights. I insisted that I had a role in Black Black Adam, but they obviously <laughs> opted to go with Jay Shockblast, who undercut me for that opportunity. <laughs> and you know, sure did. I said, I said, uh, I didn't need that extra. I said, I didn't need that extra night in the hotel. I'd, I'd be willing to fly back right after, after playing. And they're like, we could save a night of hotel. And he's white. <laughs> I mean, I mean, both. I mean, you, they had you had him at white. I mean, <laughs> 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 no, seriously, it's like it's, I am it's, so it's glad crazy. that that we could make that joke and I'll laugh at it here. <laughs> You know what I'm about. This is the, this is the, this is the after show. We 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 get we have yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have fun. we have fun here. I, yeah, I think people also if you're if you're in those situations, I think is more, more especially if you're directly involved in that. I think it's really important to do some research on like the business that you're in because <laughs> I, I, I see I saw this comment the, a couple of these comments on social media is like well everybody who's involved in a video game should get more should get more and more residuals and i'm like well no that's not really how it works because you first of all you can't predict how well a game is going to sell you can't you can't factor that in to how much you're going to pay like some actors in hollywood will will uh, bake residuals into their contract negotiation because they're like okay well i'm i'm gonna take i may take less upfront money but I'm going to bet on myself and the product because if it does really well, then I'm going to end up making more on the back end than on the upfront. Then if I just had took a taken a bigger upfront free up fee. So that's one thing, but like just giving everybody that like, that's not how it works. Cause everyone's contributions aren't the, aren't the same and aren't, and aren't of the same value. Like there's definitely some people in game development that should 100% uh, be paid more, especially the one, especially developers who are 
the most instrumental to actually making the game happen. But I feel like if you're a voice, if you're a voice actor, it that it depends on the level of work you're in. Like someone who's, you know, like I was saying, doing like extensive mocap and you have a lot of stuff like that's that definitely is uh, a pay because you're not just you're not just doing voiceovers at that point. You're just straight up acting at that at that point. You're, you know, you're doing physical acting. You're doing a lot. There's a lot involved with that. So I can understand that. But when people just look at sales, that's not what that's not what a game made like because you have to when a, when you look at how much a game makes, you have to not just factor in how much they sold. You have to factor in. OK, well, how what, what was the what was the budget? Uh, you know, it what was the marketing it, budget. What was the market? Let, let, <laughs> let me just tell you, I just was at WP Games Montreal. There are three levels, okay, of a like a nine story building. They have like the sixth, seventh, and eighth floor or something, all right? And there must have been at least, least 200 workstations, each one of them with double 4K monitors and beast pcs that can build video games yeah i mean like like listen there's a lot of overhead for having these studios yes, and and they took care of their employees too like they had a like on the third floor it was like a rec area where it was like a full kitchen mm -hmm. with food and drinks that the, anybody could have and they had like a, an outdoor grill with a patio on the roof beautiful view of downtown montreal they had a foosball table a pool table mm -hmm. and like like there it, it was a great environment but Absolutely. like there that you have to attract like highly skilled highly talented people to come make these games first of all mm -hmm. you have to give them the tools to do it and then you have to pay them for in some cases in the case of gotham Knights, six years six years of salary in order to make the video game. and that's so like that, that's also <laughs> payroll tax and insurance and insurance and then if you're in the case of uh, Gotham Knights, you're dealing with a licensed game, so there's a licensing fee <laughs> that that goes that goes that goes along with that. So there's a lot of money that goes into producing games, especially a AAA game. They're it's extremely expensive. So they're they're you know every game isn't Fortnite. <laughs> you know making three hundred million dollars in a single day. <laughs> like that's not that's not how that's not how it usually works and, and sure hell is not bayonetta like i was i was looking up bayonetta because when she said it made like 500 million dollars or something and and i and i looked and i looked into it. i think the franchise collectively has sold three million units and i'm like yeah. avengers sold that in the first month and it's considered one of the biggest flops in it in the history of gaming somehow and and you're expecting that though with with uh everything that goes into producing in, in the game development that they somehow made that much money off of like no there's there's no there's no like we factor in all the fees there's no way this game was that was was that profitable and you're expecting six figures in residuals for for a minor voice for a minor what well, i could tell from what i could tell was a pretty minor voice actor role even if it's the main if, even if it's the main character it's like people it, when you're if you're going to be in these negotiations it's important that you you know have an idea of your value and what you're worth but you know it have it be realistic and, and look at the market and look at the business you're in and don't just get emotional and think okay well if i just complain on social media they're just going to cave in and give me and give me what i'm like well no that's not <laughs> that's not gonna happen especially 
in the case of a case of uh, her, she unfortunately uh, Jason Schreier was on the case. <laughs> Got, it completely, completely blew up her hustle. <laughs> yeah, that middle drop a tactical nuke. <laughs> yeah, um, like, well, go ahead, Jay. No, you go ahead. I was about to say, like, I think her, you know, the major flaw in her negotiating tactics was you should have named drop Jay Shockblast. Like, say <laughs> you have some kind of connection to Jay Shockblast, and they're like, oh, Jay Shockblast. All right, you know, that changes things. And it's like, now you're having a different story. But yeah, like I said, honestly, like I said, it's just, it makes no sense. Like you think about if, if they agree to her terms and then, you know, the reverse happens. So someone else who didn't get that road threw her under the bus. They like, hey, we negotiated $2,000 and then they disagree with that. And now that I found out they're, they're paying her six figures and all this stuff and giving her residuals and stuff. So it's like, one, your negotiations, aren't supposed to be public like what you're getting isn't you know supposed to be public knowledge and things like that and it's like this wouldn't be a problem if you got your way and you know to drag somebody else's name into this because you didn't get your way is like that that's that just that's not a good look exactly even but, even even worse she tried to imply that it was a problem just for the fact that just someone else was taking on the role of the character as if if someone voices one character they can never do that again because it's sacred or something. I'm just like, well, if, 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 that, if, how, if that's how we treated acting and actors, we would have never got Heath Ledger's Joker because, <laughs> because it's like, well, Jack already did. You can't, you can't get, you can't let anyone else play the Joker. Like, like oh, Mark Hamill voiced the Joker. Like, come on, you can't, you can't lock on to a character. Like, one act an actor is not the character the character is the character <laughs> it doesn't you know if you can you can bring it's great if you have a voice if you have an actor that can bring it all to life you know like a jay shock blast who's you know one of the or a chadwick boseman apparently yeah you know, recast has chad recast but it's like you, you you gotta move you gotta move on especially if it's a character especially if it's a beloved character a beloved character and I'm like but and it's not even about this isn't even about Black Panther this is about Bayonetta <laughs> like are is Bayonetta really a sacred so sacred of a character that no one else can ever voice her like come on and here's here's one of the things like a lot you were talking about oh all voice actors should just get paid more like they should get residuals and stuff they do get residuals in their own way and the fact that they're able to use the character like at shows like uh the voice actor for tanjiro zach something uh the american voice actor anyway like that dude voices a bunch of characters and i swear to god i've seen him at every comic con i've been to he's at rhode island comic con in two weeks that i'm going to he was at new york comic con he was at boston fan expo money. he like he's exactly and you go to their table you know what they have they have eight by ten photos of every character they've played and you can pay them money decent money he probably gets paid like 40 50 bucks per autograph he signs and let me tell you the anime tables are full mm -hmm. like those lines are jacked all right so like they're getting their money other ways by taking these roles um i'm actually hyped about rhode island comic-con because <laughs> my brother what <laughs> no no you can say it did you say nerd no i would never okay so i, I was making sure like listen 
All right, I'm deaf, so like I was making sure that I heard it. But like, uh, Jin Sakai is at Rhode Island Comic Con. I just found that out. Nice. And I'm like, literally have the most massive statue of that man. It's kind of awkward now that I'm gonna actually meet him. So I'm actually super excited about that. You should leave with that when you meet him. I'm gonna bring like a picture of it. I'm like, listen, you are on my desk. Jay, there is a rumor that um, WB Montreal had a life-size uh, model of the Red Hood that apparently went missing after your trip to the studio. Any comment and on that, Mr. Shockless? Like they, I, they, they can't confirm it, but someone said they saw legs sticking out of your duffel bag. And they didn't um, know what that was. No, that was just uh, the the paper mache uh, Red Hood that I made of all, all the cash they gave me. In that duffel bag. Oh, that, well, that Canadian uh, that Canadian money is pretty colorful, so it's uh, easy to yeah yeah yeah. It's easy, it's easy, it's easy um, to mix it up. What was I gonna say? Oh, I'm also gonna meet Stephen Mel there, which is amazing. I love, I'm very excited oh, for that. I, oh, I love Stephen Mel. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what's really crazy is Rhode Island Comic Con gets like better guests than New York Comic Con. I don't get it. Like, there's just so many people there. Maybe people just hate New York. <laughs> because it's smaller you know more more focused you know it's not as chaotic and you know probably a yeah. little more streamlined yeah it's actually pretty pretty big they like they take up a whole arena where the bruins minor league hockey team plays and like that whole arena is just all the the celebrities you know and then there's a uh convention center attached to it that has like just tables everywhere more celebrities we went last year we didn't like uh, who did i want to meet last year oh i wanted to meet um skeet ulrich last year um he's he's been a lot of stuff but he was in um i don't know if you guys ever saw the show jericho i love jericho jericho is one of my favorite shows of all time and he was the main character in jericho and he was also in scream i think most people know he was in the craft He, he was in a lot of stuff yeah, well, I like love Jericho and I really want to meet him. But his line, he was with Matthew Lillard, and their line was just out the door. And I, I also want to meet um, Giancarlo Esposito, I but mean, like you had to buy, yeah, <laughs> you, had to, you had to buy the autographs in advance. Yeah, I want, and I, otherwise, and I want a million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> meet John, yeah, John so, John so I'm not messing around with Stephen Amell though. I don't think I'll have a problem with Jin Sakai's voice actor. Uh, well, I guess he's actually the actor. Like he yeah. he did the mocap too, um, but um, but Stephen Mel, I'm not messing around because like uh, I I love that dude, man. I love Arrow. Arrow, like Arrow. I started following Arrow when I was in a dark spot. Like I was I was pretty down, and like that show definitely got me through it. So I have a bottle of wine from his vineyard, um, the first bottle that he released. And I'm gonna bring that and have him sign it. So like, I you couldn't even ship alcohol uh, to Massachusetts legally. So I actually bought it, had it shipped to my brother when he was living in Florida, and then he shipped it to me in Massachusetts illegally. Like that's how I had to get it. And Jay uh, I, just, Jay, yeah. whoa, Jay, Jay Fedblash just snitched on his brother. I, I, I also, <laughs> I also have, I also have this. This is from his vineyard as well. The hell? This is a. Uh, this is the Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly, the official bottle. You can now ship alcohol to Massachusetts. 
And I think I'm out of the uh, <laughs> bro. There's eighty. The what's the the time limit? Uh, whatever that's called. Bro, there's eighty people. Statute, statute limitations. limitations. Yeah. yeah. So, it better hope so. <laughs> yeah. If, if they take you down, Jay, just um hire She Hulk as your lawyer. You're well, fine. yeah, I'll I'll definitely get out of it then. Oh, uh, that's the she was she was a female lawyer of the year. So yeah. <laughs> she got your. And if that fails, just impersonate the judge. Yeah. Yep. Well. That that always that always that always works. Uh, if you have if you have some shapeshifted abilities, so my uh, bef- I don't know if we're wrapping up, but uh, yeah. Before we do, you still you stole, is, that, you stole uh, that from the office. I, I I bought this allegedly with the money they they let me go home with. <laughs> my my unboxing is uh, not even out yet because it is taking hours to go to HD. But uh, this is the collector's sense. edition, and it's uh, pretty amazing. I love that it. Is, that is awesome. I did get to see it in Montreal, but they wouldn't let me take a picture of it then. So I want, yeah, bro, I want to talk about to play it again now. I want to talk about, <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about Black Adam, but I think I'm the only person that actually saw the damn movie. My my plan today was to go see it at 11:30, but like all my videos were taking forever to like to get to do what they needed to do. And I was like trying to find a bunch of stuff to like get everything done, and I just I couldn't I didn't have the time to do it. But um, I might I don't know I might go see it tomorrow morning. Or yeah, I was gonna say I can I can make some time to check it out tomorrow, and if you guys want, we can try to do like a special um review show on Sunday for it. I mean, we literally just talk about it next week. Like we <laughs> we we, yeah. we need we need content, man. We got to stress. I it do out. I do want to say though, like here here's something I was talking about earlier. I think with Struggler Bry, um. Why is it that with movies, okay, so when the reviewers put out their reviews for movies, mm-hmm. you'll go to Rotten Tomato and the 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 journalist score is like a 48. Right. But the crowd score is like a 90. Right. Okay. Why can we accept that? But in video games, the reviewers are our lord and savior and everything they say is true. Well, I, I you know what I, I mean? I think it's because uh, movies, movie critics, movie criticism is a, uh is different like the, the the thing about it is that video games as they gain more in popularity and they've trended up they they've kind of been expanding whereas movie critics are becoming increasingly more irrelevant it's not it's not even just that people like take ign like a lot of people mean that ign no like who actually cares what ign has to say but there are a lot of more game reviews you know you have your skill ups and and uh people and people like and uh channels like that and when it comes and it comes to video games, it's like, it's like, okay, well, you can. I, I sit. I'm sitting here. I'm watching a 30 minute review. If you know, if you watch the skill up, it's 30 minutes. You're seeing extensive gameplay. He's telling you beat by beat. This is showing you. Okay, this is the game. This is this is my problem with it. That this is what I like here. Let me let me show you. Whereas with a movie, whereas with a movie review, you're not seeing. You're, you all you all you have to go on is okay. I've seen the trailer, I know what the movie's about, and now I'm reading something from some 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 dude at some pretentious newspaper who's telling me who's going to tell me how 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 it is or whatever. And there's the there's the natural distrust already that exists with critics because there's the perception that critics are a lot of critics are biased you know you'll have critics that are they'll say to critics that you have the early access critics who they say will just show if uh the if the perks are right 
and then you have uh, people who who think some critic, some critics will just trash a movie for political reasons. Like you know, there's this whole thing where people are just like, well, if if they if it's like Marvel, Disney, they're probably going to get the benefit of the doubt, and if it's WB, DC, they're probably they're probably going to be a lot harsher. Then of course, and of course, uh, there's some stuff like if a movie is like overtly political but it has the right politics then uh it'll probably be it'll probably get praised by the critics whereas the audience will probably trash it so it's basically become a meme at this point where you look at if you're trying to see if a movie's worth watching look at the you look at the score on Toronto tomatoes if the audience likes it and the critics hate it <laughs> you probably you have probably have a decent movie on your hands whereas if the audience hates it and the critics love it it's probably probably something that really only appeals to them in particular and if both love it then you got then you know you got something on your hands and that's pretty much how i i reacted it at like i i go i went into black adam with very i mean i i'm like i told everyone like i love movies with the rock in them because they're always fun they are not they will never win Oscars. They are not <laughs> the, the Rock. I love the Rock because he knows exactly what people want. He doesn't. He does not. He is very fan focused. He know. He knows fans are are what gave me my career. So I'm gonna make this. Every time you see a movie with the Rock, you know it's gonna be a certain level of quality. You know it's gonna have crazy fight scenes. It's gonna be explosions. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be cool adrenaline fun and. It may, it may, it may, the story may be a bit goofy, dialogue may be cheesy, but you're gonna go in there and you're not gonna be bored. And that's pretty much what Black Adam was. It was basically, the movie was basically 20% exposition and 80% violence. <laughs> and I, and I, and I loved it. You know, they had, and they had a little something for everybody. You know, they had a little, they had, you know, the whole, uh, a pre brown people rising up against imperialism whole thing you know they had the whole hero whole questioning the va the value of heroes and how they are hell-bent on the no kill thing but uh but basically a lot but they basically ignore a lot of people that are suffering and their self-righteousness it was actually somewhat deep in some areas but it was mostly cgi very pretty decent cgi rock punching people and ripping people in half and blowing stuff up. it was just it was awesome <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't try to it didn't try to do too much it didn't try it didn't try to pander it didn't try to it didn't try to preach at you it didn't try to be this great cinema piece of cinema it's just like oh you like you like comic books you like superheroes you like you like seeing superheroes punch stuff here you go <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 literally what it was. I think it's it really comes down to what people are looking for from a review. So like, look at something like the Joker that came out a few years ago. Now the same people who will tell, oh, I don't listen to reviews, I don't listen to critics, I form my own opinion. Unless that critic is saying or validating what you know your own opinion about that thing. So you want people to love the Joker, 
it got critical reviews that you know say it's, it's one of the best movies of that year and and of all time and all of this so you 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 flaunt those reviews you flaunt that criticism right. oh, oh look what the critics said oh it won an oscar so now criticism is good and critics are valid because they validated the thing that you like right. when they come out and say they don't like the thing that you want to like oh well you know critics are, are nonsense i don't i don't take their opinion seriously and i form my own opinion and all this other stuff you see it literally all the time and i, I don't think there's much difference between um critically reviewing video games and critically reviewing movies because honestly you just it's all about breaking down what's being brought to the table at a level that the average consumer isn't going to be looking at so when people go watch a movie with the rock they're not criticizing the dialogue and not criticizing the, the story beats or how long it's taken with exposition and things like that they're, they're coming away you know with their main focus being how did the movie make me feel so if i felt bored it's bad if i felt like it was a good time and i had a lot of fun and i wanted it to be a lo little longer then it was a great movie and i recommend it to people where a critic oh well how was it shot how was how was the dialogue how was the script you know what was the acting performance you had to factor in all these different things so it's like it's it's i feel like it's unfair to just dismiss them as as being disingenuous across the board because yeah, they're, they're just telling you what they thought, what they liked, what they didn't like. And it's the same with video games. That although, again, because it's more popular to be negative nowadays, it's like that's what you're seeing hit the market first. And uh, I, whether they're supporting what you what you want the opinion of the film to be or, you know, the, the video game to be, I still feel like you should take in, you should get your own experience with it, whether that's a movie, a game or a product, whatever, get your own hands-on experience. I use reviews to get a, a insight into what what to expect from this. So I wasn't surprised going into Gotham Knights when um, I couldn't jump. So there's no no jump buddy. You can't just run around jumping around like you do in Avengers or anything like that. And it's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but it's not surprising because that's something several reviewers mentioned in their review for it. So it's like, I know what I'm going to get out of this product, how I actually like it after engaging with it. I will, I will only know after spending time with it, but... Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I feel like people go too far in either direction. So it's like you go too far with hating criticism if it's not in favor of what you want it to be. And I feel like people lean too heavily towards people's other people's opinions of products they have no personal experience with. So I'm not going to say a certain phone is trash if I don't own that phone or have no experience with that phone because reviews said it was trash. I, I, I do think uh, it's funny that you say some of that because um one of the things that one of the tweets that i had yesterday that kind of got a little bit of uh, a buzz was somebody was like oh you're just biased i'm like well yes all opinion is bias yes that is, you that's know that's <laughs> like that is a fact he's in, this is my opinion he's implying you were paid like, you were paid for your bias is what he's implying <laughs> yeah, well i i would never uh, i would i would break international liquor laws but uh i would definitely not break fcc uh or ftc uh layer whatever laws you know what i mean yeah it's like i i think like i said people just you you want to dominate other people's opinions so like if you you're enjoying a game that i chose to hate i have to i have to steer your opinion in my direction and if you won't yeah. change then i have to you know make fun of you and humiliate you for thinking something other than what i want to think about this game and it's like that's that's so weird bro yeah and and like i said yesterday was a, a weird day man like i did not expect it to go the way it did mm. but today has been really good because i've really enjoyed 
like seeing people finally getting their hands on the game like a lot of the avengers people that we all follow you know seeing their reactions <laughs> to getting their, their hands on the game it seems like everybody's enjoying it yeah a lot of, I, a lot of, a lot of people yeah for sure yeah. yeah and i like i said i think we I, we've determined that most of the graphical issues seem to be the bat cycle yeah pretty much. so and, and like that's just minor frame rate drops it's like i I, I understand games aren't perfect. I'm, I'm not looking for a perfect product. I'm just looking for it to be fun, something I, I, I can lose myself in for. Like I spent the day and got them and I had fun doing it and I'm ready to get back to doing that. So it's like, yeah. that's what they're trying to deliver. They're not promising you a perfect, you know, high performance game through all throughout. It's like, I know people want that in different, you know, I, it's, like I said, that's, that yeah. stuff is just I feel, I feel like there was more, I feel like there was more hate toward the game before launch day, which is typical because I think a lot I've seen like a lot of criticism is from people who clearly have not played it. They're just looking on the outside. They, they, you know, looked at their favorite hate content creator and, you know, they, they looked at a review and, and that basically validated what they already thought. And the people who actually got the, got a chance to sit down with it. Like, yeah, this is fun. You know? <laughs> oh my God. What game was it last week that I saw our favorite hate content creator bitching in? I, I, I happen to read the comments and, and there he was. It had, Go woke, get broke. It had, it, had, it had to be a Saints Row, right? It had to be Saints Row reboot. No, it was something last week, something recent, more recent. I don't know. I tweeted about it. I was like, can't be. What, him. Was it? Was it the? Was it the uh, collapse of G four, which we did? We didn't get to. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was exactly that. He was in there. Go, uh, go woke, get broke. Get woke, go broke. Dancing <laughs> on their graves. Yeah, I'll tell you what is beautiful. Uh, Celtics one eleven, Heat one hundred four. They probably cheated, so that's not 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 the big deal right there. The yeah. Only thing only thing that matters is going to be our playoff victory. <laughs> I I I actually agree. Like the regular season, just getting the playoffs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't put too much stock into it, but especially anyway. the, especially the first week, like they're, they're, like you, you, it's yeah. first two weeks of the season, you, you'll see like random stuff. Like I remember at one point, like the Pistons were. I, I think it was like a couple of years ago. Pistons were like one of the top teams, and they ended up in the lottery at the end of the season <laughs> after after starting off like yeah. one of the top. Like it's a, the first couple of weeks, people people just getting in. Like some people <laughs> definitely aren't taking training camp seriously. They're <laughs> getting back in shape. Let me uh, before before we go because I feel like we're about to wrap up here. Um, I want to share a story uh, since we're talking sports. Uh, the other day, one of my two K people sent me a DM asking me if i liked hockey i'm like yeah i'm a huge ruins fan and she's like all right cool and left at that it was very awkward and she said oh this is gonna be very random but do you like hockey so uh i'm like are they getting the, t the nhl license back like the wheels are turning and everything and then yesterday she messaged me again she's like hey um tomorrow's gonna be a big deadpool day for midnight suns you may want to interact with it I'm like oh okay cool so i do that you know she gives me again hey here's the tweet you should interact with it and sure enough i do and they had a picture drawn of me in a boston bruins uniform yeah, did you it. you didn't see this yet <laughs> i didn't see yeah, that I saw it. yeah deadpool was res like responding to people with little drawings and he they had me in a bruins uniform shooting hockey pucks through him as a goalie 
and it is the coolest thing. <laughs> That's awesome. That is <laughs> yeah, but like, but I literally spent three days wondering if there was some huge announcement coming it is, that it is NHL cool. was coming back to 2K because the last year they did it, I think it was 2010, was one of my favorite hockey games ever made. Say what you will about, so, say what you will about Midnight Suns, but they really are good with this marketing thing. Uh, they're, they're, I, they're, yeah. doing, they're, they're doing absolutely everything they can to get people interested in this game. Look! Look at what Marvel Snap did with um, Samuel Jackson or Nick Fury. It's like marketing can that can make or break your game, and it's like some some studios do that better than others. You know, I mean, like, I mean, f to be fair, Five Gum is it was it, it could have worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still have stacks of Five Gum places. It was a, it was a high upside play. I guess <laughs> That's just how they how they looked at it. Yeah, bro. That's, but yeah, the, the marketing wow, for Midnight Suns is dope. They tweeted at uh, Corey Barlog with uh, a picture of him holding uh, whatever whatever his axe is slicing through Deadpool's uh, swords. That's crazy. Yeah, just just go through the Midnight Suns Twitter. It's very entertaining. You know, be, they did one for Rock Rider. They did one for Lejeune. It'd be funny. Not Lejeune. Um, Caboose. It'd be funny if after all if after all of this. Uh, Deadpool, it doesn't even end up in the game. <laughs> it would be, it would be funny. Like, actually, I would actually be okay if he just happened to like randomly live in the house. You yeah. know, like you can't play him, but he's just like this random entity just, that's there. He's just an NPC. <laughs> you can you can interact with him a lot, but he's not actually, like that. Would actually be very Deadpool. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Why the streets? Oh yeah, that's that's the other, that's the other, that's a funny thing about guys the dice. Uh, the streets, the the whole. I kept hearing on stream like the streets are empty while I'm swerving through traffic, <laughs> trying trying yeah. to try, try to avoid getting trying to avoid uh, crashing into cars and on these empty right. streets. I mean, they're not as like filled as like it's not GTA. Yeah, it's not GTA Five, but, but. <laughs> let's look at it like this. This is Gotham City. Why would you go a, out? With Batman, who's no longer in operation, and several several gangs who. Are committing multiple crimes. They're killing, like there are active killings going on all over the city. Like bodies dropping all over. The Where place. are you going? <laughs> Who, what are you doing, bro? Like, are you are you you Ubering tonight? Like, are you you know walking yeah. up the street the subway? Like, what are we doing in Gotham is, after eight o'clock? <laughs> it is the Rodney King riots outside. Yeah, unless you're the only that, the, that might be a little over people's heads. You know, I re, I re, I remember showing the, my age. I remember those riots, old man, uh, on TV in the archives. <laughs> they, yeah. they, but like uh, there, there should only be traffic going out of the city and then yeah and then eventually that would be that would be it because everyone would be going like doesn't make it doesn't make in the context of the game it makes perfect sense that gotham is gotham at night with criminals super criminals all over the place isn't bustling <laughs> with that yeah, with activity like it's like Gotham is like if the whole city was the projects. It's like, bro, like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you don't just roam around. Even like the nice night. parts. It's, yeah, not, it's like everywhere is the project. It's not even empty <laughs> with criminals. Like, uh, I'm like, like I, I was, uh, I was several times I was doing, I was, I set a, I set a waypoint to, to do, to get to a, a, an objective. And I was like, oh, let me, let me go to this premeditated crime. So I'm driving through on my, on my uh, bat cycle, trying to go over the bridge. And I run right through an active crime. <laughs> it was like, oh shit, hold up. They start, they just start shooting. Yeah. They just start shooting. I'm like, there's, there's, there's stuff everywhere. Like, yeah. Like, what I, and just, like, like I said, just wait until you get towards the end. Like, 
when like because i don't know if you notice like the criminals start getting progressively more intricate as yeah. you go yeah like like and like, like, like at the beginning like it early on it was just basically okay well oh there's a couple couple uh thugs here let me let me get there then when i was towards the end of my stream today i'm like i i show up to uh i show up to uh a robbery and there's like cryo turrets and motions i'm like what the hell <laughs> yeah 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 there there is there is one that i went to that like it was one of the few that i failed like i think i failed like two and this one like there were just like cameras everywhere if i had batgirl it been easy that's why i like it blew my mind when i look at uh a batgirl's kit because like there were just motion cameras everywhere and like there were just people posted in all the right places and i just made i made sound on accident like i thought i was doing a sneaky self takedown and somebody turned the corner and saw me and everybody <laughs> bum rushed me at once and they had like skulls over their head and like yeah it was it was intense yeah, my and biggest my biggest criticism for the game would be the um the hostages with the bombs on them it's like bro that is insane like you the second you spotted it you might as well back out of that and yeah. get away from those <laughs> those people are cooked because it's like it's the time goes way too fast it takes way too long to disarm one bomb yeah. while you're being just swarmed by enemies and stuff. It's like and they're, yeah. and they're, and they're, and they're super spongy too. So you like that literally is a stealth or, or stealth or nothing mission. I have a yeah. few criticisms, and, and part of it is I don't like racing in general, but I think some of the races are they don't give you much leeway. Um, and there, I don't know if you've there's there's one thing that's like on top of one of the buildings outside the belfry where you have to like go through the little circles yeah i tried i tried one of those with a red hood when i got the mystic leap i cannot i can't do it <laughs> i tried it like twice i got I, I i quit after the second time but i was like i got but i was like i got kind of got the hang of the the mystic leap uh you can uh there's a there's a way you have to uh time it so that you get so that you actually jump a notable distance otherwise he's like go he covers like no ground yeah the problem is that the where the times are that to get extra time it's positioned in a place where like it's hard to get to yeah like you have to like zip line and jump otherwise if you try to just jump into it because you can't actively jump all the time which is yeah. weird um like yeah so like those but fortunately that does not count towards anything other than getting the colorway for it um but yeah like there is some of the timing stuff is off i do think that their whole gear system and the way that colorways and suits and uh transmogs work is not ideal it's not what i would have done but like otherwise like like we've said i think we're all really enjoying it and that's what i like to see yeah it's like it's nothing nothing for me i've come across that's been like an absolute deal breaker so it's like the, the gear system is pretty pretty clunky but it's like <clears throat> I, i'm familiar with the original design of avengers so it's like this this is it's, it's like that so it's like i get it yeah. and like i said that's why i understand they can change it if they yeah. if they see and, fit and there's even the there's even less to it like there's only you only have, you know there's a suit slot the melee slide the range slide and there's really not even that much to even consider it's like oh the stats are good okay 
Because <laughs> like yeah. I don't really pay attention to it. As long as yeah. it works when I'm trying to upgrade something, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like I don't care what all those resources are. As, as long as, as the number goes do. up. Yeah I, yeah, I literally don't care. Like yeah, not even. Yeah. I, I, I glance at the person. Like, oh, I see the cryo signal. Okay. This yeah, yeah that's really all. Yeah. So exactly. So it's like I, you know, I'm I'm having fun with the game, and that's that's what I set out to do, and I think that's what they were hoping to yeah. see, you know, from people. I think the story works. I think a lot of the character interactions work. The Nightwing's voice acting is, man, that, that guy is killing it. Like, the second you start the story with him, it's like, you feel like Nightwing. Like, you know, his his dialogue, you know, just walking through the shadows. Um, I, I put up a clip on Twitter of me styling on the first dude I came across, like, with ease. Like, just... I finally finally caught that Nightwing follow. Finally. What's up, um, yeah. They, um, he interact. He um, he he dropped a comment on, on one of my posts from yesterday. Like they right. they they've been. They're cool. into like it. The developers, the the voice actors. That's but, why I, I hate to see so much negativity like the week before they go to launch because it's like they didn't. They don't deserve all of yeah, that, bro. Like I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like uh, this is gonna be something that I always struggle with with this game, and I'm honest about it. I'm I'm open about it. Like meeting those people and having like hearing their story and, he, and seeing how excited they were and and knowing how hard they worked it is always going to be something that weighs on me Absolutely. like there's no way around it like they're human beings yeah. and i've had that human intera interaction with them and i know how much the game means to them and i know how hard they worked on it and how much they you paid know, you. i heard that and how much they paid me <laughs> um <laughs> but like but no but like seriously yeah, though yeah, like yeah but it's hard it's, but I, you can't separate that yeah it's hard to say that. yeah i i'm i'm open about that but like i'm always honest and i you know it's it's not a perfect game but i love it and it's always gonna be a special game to me as well just like mortal kombat 11 not my favorite game of all time i'm not great at it but it's a special game to me because like i don't know i got to talk to ed boone in his office in his studio like how many people get to say that? You know what I mean? So like, I, I look at things a little bit different, but like at the end of the day, like, are you enjoying the game? And the, I think the answer for most people that have played it is yes. I definitely, I definitely enjoy it. Especially, especially, and it's not just cause I got it for free and didn't have to spend $95 on the deluxe edition. <laughs> I, I bought the deluxe edition and I'm I'm good with it. But, I wanted those Jim Lee skins. Well, I got like, it. I got them. Ca well, casual got that trapping money. He uh, he he a kingpin out in Chicago. He be he be that he basically owns Jared Donald's. <laughs> He's a quiet partner, silent partner. All right. Well, I cannot confirm or deny. Well, I think uh, I think it's time to get back to roaming them streets. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, I think I, I was gonna wait to, on to stream, but I think I'm gonna play a little bit of a uh, cake girl ahead of tomorrow's stream. <laughs> get some uh, private photo mode shots and uh, <laughs> and uh, get, get used to her combat, unlock some stuff, and then uh, I'll then I'll stream that I'll stream uh, some more some more Gotham Knights. Get get uh, more in depth with Batgirl. Unlock her. Uh, her heroic traversal all right, all right well, well that is the show that's uh we'll see you guys next week same bat time same bat channel hopefully there's ho no batman yeah hopefully uh both of these clowns have seen uh black adam by then we could do a yeah, we could do a proper yeah, we could do, <laughs> do a proper review uh, and we'll, we'll try we'll try to find something else if uh there's no big hey hey actually maybe we'll have some avenger stuff uh i i, I 
uh, a, a source in a dream told me that uh, we might be getting some Bucky news next week. So, <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like your videos say that every time you make a video. Hey, I'm, what, both of you. What I say, actually, <laughs> I just looked at the camera, not either one of you, because both of you. Actually, I, actually, I just realized I didn't even, I haven't even made any Avengers content this week, <laughs> or or living, or barely, living the dream. Barely last week either. <laughs> like, Hold on, I, I, you know what? Before, like, let's let's drag this out like one extra minute, okay? Before we go, Twitch.com or TV, Marvel's Avengers. All right. Uh, um, nobody that I follow is playing it. He's not, he's not about to uh, check the category. More. He's about to check the category. Avengers, check the category. Twenty-seven viewers. That's the Twitch average. That seems, <laughs> yeah, that seems 20, like... 27 people watching Marvel's Avengers on Twitter right now. Seems or tw seems Twitch. Ten o'clock at night, Friday. Seems about right. Yes, yeah, twenty-seven. How many people watching Gotham Knights? Uh, let's see. Let's go, to Lejeune, let's go to Lejeune right now. Is that game Lejeune? Oh, Lejeune is playing. Uh, hold on. Uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, twenty nine, almost thirty thousand. Well, on Gotham Knights. Almost thirty thousand on Gotham Knights. I have to. I have to hop on Twitch. For a <laughs> no, no, nah, Twitch. Twitch still sucks. But <laughs> appreciate appreciate uh, everyone hanging out. Uh, definitely go follow these uh, gentlemen if you haven't already. I don't know what you're doing, but definitely correct that immediately. We'll be uh, doing plenty more Gotham Knight shilling for the foreseeable future. So look out for that. I'm Sadat the Gamer. I'm Jay Shockblast. As your old danger. Peace.